Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Todd Curtis. On November 7, 2015, I had a conversation with Rudy Maxa on his radio show, Rudy Maxa's World, where we discussed the latest revelations in the crash of a Metrojet A321 aircraft in Egypt, a crash which occurred a week ago on October 31st. When things go t- wrong at airlines, we often turn to air safety expert Dr. Todd Curtis for answers. He's the curator of airsafe.com, a former Boeing safety engineer. Well, Todd, it's been a heck of a week in in Egypt, as you probably know. Um, The latest news, as I broadcast uh, live a little after 11 a.m. Eastern, although I'm in London, Eastern in the United States, that is, um, the news hit the press here in in England last night that in August, a a charter, uh, an airline, a commercial aircraft chartered by a tour company, barely missed getting hit by a missile as it came in for a landing in Sharm el-Sheikh. Certainly interesting in light of the speculation that's going around now. What, what was your, what's been your reaction as you followed the ins and outs and the news stories this week? Uh, are you thinking bomb right about now? Well, uh, before we uh, get to the Metrojet event, uh, I did read that same story about the missile barely hitting the jet, and supposedly the explanation was there was a Egyptian military exercise in the area which made me think, why would they have a military exercise near a civilian airliner? But uh, that's another issue for another day. As for Metrojet, I think the evidence is fairly overwhelming that you not only had a catastrophic in-flight breakup, but the latest, which was just released by the Egyptian authorities in a press conference about an hour ago, uh, the latest is that the recordings stopped very, very abruptly uh, right after there was a loud, unusual noise and they're doing an analysis of that noise. And that says to me that this is probably not an engine uh, coming apart or some other system coming apart, because usually when those kinds of events happen, there's some period of time that there's a recording before the airplane uh, stops recording. Now, you may recall that Flight 800 back in 1996 was very similar. Everything was normal. Then suddenly this explosion of the center fuel tank. No such explosion has been hinted at here. Uh, all the hints that are coming from the U.S. government, the U.K. government, and elsewhere was that this was a deliberate act. Wow. You're trending toward bomb is what you're saying. That's correct. Again, it wasn't anything in the actual investigation because, as you just, they just said about an hour ago, there is no conclusive evidence from the formal investigation. But the indirect evidence is specifically the actions of the British prime minister and the American president. The other day, Obama went on radio and basically said that the suspicion was that this was a was a bomb, and the UK government had a very uh, uh, unusual uh, meeting the other night where they basically said, "Hey, there's a problem here. We were we would like to stop all flights to Sharm el Sheikh. We'd like to evacuate all of our citizens." Now that says to me that someone knows quite a bit more about what happened than what has been released to the public officially. Well, I, I certainly think it's going to come out. Did you say they're they're analyzing the sound of the explosion? That's correct. The Egyptian authorities who, who was giving uh, the briefing about an hour ago was saying that there was a, a loud noise right at the end of the tape, and they're sending it out for spectral analysis, which translates into they're trying to look at the frequency of that sound to see if that sound was more uh, consistent with, let's say, a bomb versus an uncontained engine failure versus some other event that could cause a loud noise. Do you think by this time next week we'll have an answer? Or pretty even even more definitive answer. Let's put it that way. I, I believe so because again, uh, the the Russian authorities. I think this was yesterday when the Russian authorities also said that 
they'd like to have their citizens stop flying to, to Egypt. That was a huge uh, signal to me that the Russians, in spite of their protests to the contrary, are coming around to the same conclusions that the U.S. and the U.K. government came to, that this was a deliberate act. Dr. Todd Curtis, you can follow him, his writing at airsafe.com. Um, it's pandemonium at the Sharm el-Sheikh airport. is about 50,000 Russians and 20,000 Brits trying to figure out how to get home. For more information on this event, please visit metrojet.airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.